because you know why? He's a Frankenstein's monster. Ugh, he's grotesque. <laughs> he's so grotesque. <laughs> this is part of the lore now, is that we have Frankenstein monsters fighting in the U.S. Army. Why is this always a challenge? It's always hunting season. It's always hunting. You know that Zombo program has become the talk of the neighborhood kids? I'm glad Eddie likes that program. It's good, wholesome entertainment. And every boy needs a legendary hero. Well, that's fine, but why does he need a stranger for a legendary hero when he's got me? Hello, and welcome to another one-of-a-kind genre. Is that the right order? I don't know. Uh... Shoot, made for TV episode of <laughs> The Monster Hunters, the only show that dares to shun everything in existence, even TV shows within TV shows. All for mm. a 60 year old TV show with a TV show in it. Oh, uh, about a Frankenstein's monster's grotesque family. My name is Derek, and I am a monster hunter and sitting <laughs> uh, on the monster headed sectional of monsterism down at the end there, kicking his feet. Is the one and only Shun DMC himself, Keith? Hey, hey, what's up, KG? Shun DMC, Monster Hunter Extraordinaire. What up? What up? And stand standing over there behind a cardboard cutout of himself, poking around, <laughs> is the Dr. Dre of Kansas, Terry. Hello, I'm just getting ready for my own little spinoff where I, you know, host a, <laughs> a monsters esque uh, comedy show of my own. Oh my uh, goodness. With all these special guests, you know, if you guys want to write in letters, I'm accepting applications for, you know, like a, a kid sidekick. So if you guys want to join in, that's oh, fine. we need, we need to do a backdoor pilot for the, the Terry spinoff. Tarot. <laughs> <laughs> and you're a tarot reader. Yes. Yes. Oh, yeah. That's, yep. a, that's perfect. All right. But all, but, like all, but all monsters related tarot. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. Drew the Herman card. That's not good. That's yeah. not good. Darn, darn, darn. <laughs> yeah. I, now I want like a Munsters themed tarot deck. I don't know anything about tarot check, cards. Check Etsy. I'm pretty sure they got one. Wow. <laughs> uh, well, I wouldn't doubt it. Uh, I'll, maybe I'll do that during the almanac. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> wow! As opposed to paying attention to stuff. Okay, <laughs> it's a joke. I don't zone out. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh no. I, no. Listen. Hey, I'm I'm here. I'm there. I'm everywhere. I am. I don't Damn know. I am. <laughs> uh, what's my motherfucking you're, name? You're, you're Roy Kent. Snoop Doggy. Oh, it's a day. Boy, it's been like wow. six weeks since we've recorded, hasn't it? Feels like it. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's six just weeks, like, two days, an hour ago. I mean, it's all the same. It, it is all the same. Mm-hmm. But it's been so long. I haven't had a chance to say, how are you guys doing? I'm mm. good, man. I'm good. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep, I'm. Uh, you know, it's been it's getting more and more complicated as we're starting to shun TV shows within TV shows. Because when as soon as Zombo popped up in this episode, my brain was freaking out. Like, what do I do? What do I do? What do I do? You know, do I shun? Do I not? And yeah, I just I shut down for about thirty minutes until I yeah. could reset my brain. I mean, I fast forwarded through any time Zombo the show was on. I, oh I no, fast forwarded. So it's I like a third of the episode. <laughs> I was like, I I can only watch the monsters, not. Even fake TV shows within it. What about happen. when the monsters are in Zombo? Ah, oh, we'll get to it. Uh, uh, we'll get to mm. it. But before we can get to it, Terry, you and I, we need to recline because Keith's going to saunter his way up to the mantle. And, oh, God, he's just going to grab that book. And it is Can't so 
disgusting sphincters. Yeah, he touches that with his bare hands too. Oh god! Oh, it's so many sphincters, so mm-hmm. much dust and dirt, slime, ooze, dripping pus. Mm-hmm. Well, those little core—they call it corpuscles. He just squeezes them, and they just Ugh. go all over the place. Uh-huh. It's a lot and of ingrown like, hairs. Ingrown hair. It's not like green goo, and it's not like that, uh, like a off-white, bloody mix no. of goo from like a in in like a like an infected hair no no it's none of those things it's it's like a weird color that i can't even describe space i mean i usually keep my eyes closed until i open the book now but <laughs> i still <laughs> manage to ruin it so uh, <laughs> if you start it too long your brain it just starts to hurt you know like it's like yeah. you can't quite yeah. figure out what this color is all about i mean if i'm not looking at the pulsating sphincter and i pick it up that's fine it it's when you guys are sitting there describing it, though. It's just, uh, I just want to open to the, I just want to open to the right page. Oof. Every time you turn the page, like a gust of just dust mm. and yeah, trash. Just a terrible smell out. too. Yeah. Oh God. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this yeah. book. Anyway, he's going to open it up and read to it. Lovingly regale us with tales. <laughs> Lovingly crossing <laughs> each page of history. Well, well, once you open it up, it, 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 I mean, it smells fine on the inside. So once you open it up, it kind of like, wafts that smell away and i can focus on on doing yeah we two can salmon way into it like uh follow our nose to (laughs) (laughs) keep the almond i can get let's hurry up and get to our chairs it's a pie Mm. cooling on the windowsill Uh, (laughs) and we get there we look at him and go oh oh Oh, god anyway it's time for the weekly installment of the muster hunters on one factoid shit (laughs) sheet fiddly d skippy bop boop boo Volume wow. two of the week. All right. February 17th, 1966 is when uh, this episode Zombo came out. Mm-hmm. And if you're still playing along at home, it was a Thursday, the 48th day of the year, seventh Thursday of 1966. There are 173 days left before this episode, before Zombo himself turns 58 years old. Mm. There have been 2,000. I'm sorry, there have been 21,011 days since this first aired, and most of us have slept through 7,004 oh. of those days. 7,004, huh? That's a lot of days. Yeah, it's a lot of, uh, lot of sleep, a lot of sleep mm-hmm. going on between then. Mostly probably trying to forget about parts of this episode. Now, hmm. February 17th, 1801, the electoral tie between Thomas Jefferson and Aaron Burr uh, was settled up by uh, Hamilton singing the song and mm-hmm. convincing everybody uh, that they should go along with Jefferson and then Burr would become the VP. Mm-hmm. In 1863, a group of citizens in Geneva founded an international committee for relief, which would later become the Red Cross. Mm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. 1933, the Blaine Act ends prohibition in the United States. Oh, thank goodness. Nice. And nice. I'm pretty sure that's the first thing that Newsweek covered because that's when the first issue also started was uh, February the same 17th, day? 1933. So, yeah. So Newsweek was able, knew that their publication, oh boy, that's. Yeah, it's brand new. It's like mm-hmm. they knew this was coming. So yeah. so you were allowed yeah. to drink it. It used again. to be called Newsweek, K N E W S. We knew this was going <laughs> to happen this week. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, they lift prohibition so people could drink again. The first thing we did is make a, a weekly news magazine. Perfect. Mm. Yeah. 1968, the Naismith Memorial Basketball Hall of Fame opens. Okay. Ooh, yeah. Okay. 
1972. Now, ah, damn, I want. Oh, I thought you were going to tell time. us the initial in- inductees so we can no, get that angry. No, that, get, that gets me in trouble. <laughs> um, in 1972, cumulative sales of the VW Beetle exceeded those of the Ford Model T. Okay. Okay. So I, I don't I know if that's a, impressive or not. I don't know how many Model Ts were sold. Yeah, and I, I uh, 76. Yes. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Um, so I, I meant to do a little more research on that one just because that, that fact seemed to stick out. But then I was like, well, I'm sure it didn't say with like, I'm sure just with inflation stuff, maybe they're still about even. I don't know. Anyway, what, 19... number? well, hmm? money goes up. Why the, not the volume sold? <laughs> no, the cumulative sales. Oh, I was thinking it was they meant uh, dollars, I guess. Yeah, the cumulative mm. sales. Oh, well, so they meant individual vehicles. Shit, yeah, I, I could probably go to the grocery store and spend more than a Model T initially costed. <laughs> Is mm-hmm. costed a word? Cost. my goal every time I go to the grocery store. It feels yeah. like it. Yeah. <laughs> I got to spend more than a Model T. All right, let's do it. <laughs> Costco, here we come. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, 1996. Uh, now, I do believe last week we mentioned that uh, at the same time that uh, the Deep Blue, IBM Deep Blue computer beat Gary Kasparov. Yes, I remember that. Well, this week... Yeah. Uh, Gary managed to get get back. <laughs> really? Little shotgun. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, he just he shot the computer, uh, and then and, and then managed to win a chess match right after that. So. <laughs> uh, weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> nice. that's cool. Mm-hmm. I'd like now, to see that. I'm sure like, I could see somebody, somebody shooting a computer <laughs> or some. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, shooting a computer and then cordially sitting down and taking chest with it. Now, the number one song uh, is "Lightning Strikes" by Lou Christie. Hmm. I don't know who that I is. Don't know that one. Neither do I. But I was looking this up because it said re-recorded by Lou Christie. Okay. So I guess this came out in December of 1965, and then you know, it eventually became a hit in uh, in '66. So it was number one on is number one in Canada. In January of '66, okay, it hit number one in the U.S. Billboard charts here in February, and uh-huh. uh, it made the New Zealand listener charts in May. Weird. Finished overall num- uh, as the 23rd biggest song of 1966. Oh, and I told uh, you were to say all time. No, yeah, and, that's gonna uh, blow my mind. <laughs> and I honestly like. So in Australia, it went to ninth. Canada, number one. New Zealand, it went to number three. The UK, eleven, and then the U.S. It was number one. Um, seems like a big hit for one that I'm sure if I heard it, I'd be like, oh, that song. But uh, I don't recognize it at all. No. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Things I do recognize, birthdays. <laughs> yeah. Me too. Uh, yeah, February 17th, got a lot of them. Uh, 1936, uh, the recently deceased Jim Brown, mm-hmm. uh, arguably the greatest running back of all time. 1962, Lou Diamond Phillips. Mm-hmm. 1963, Larry the Cable Guy. Oh boy, get her done. What's yep. his real name? It's like, um, like Charles the Third Edwards yeah. or something. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And that one overshadows the other big one in 1963 of Michael Jeffrey Jordan. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Two years later, 1965, Michael Bay. Oh, well, Transformers yeah. of fame. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, uh, franchise ruining fame. Absolutely. 1971, <laughs> Denise Richardson. A year later, Billy Joe Armstrong. Denise Richards? Yeah, Denise Richards. Did I say Richardson? Sorry. Yes. Yeah. 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 Uh, 
1972, Billy Joe Armstrong from Green Day. Uh, Green Day, yeah, yeah. Yep. 1974, Jerry O'Connell. Uh-huh. The original drummer for Green Day, did you know that? No. No. Nope. Different guy. Different guy. <laughs> nope, right. didn't know that. He's, all, Sorry, he's uh, also the original yeah. Robin in Batman and Robin. He's not. Really? Uh, no. Mm-hmm. no, that's Chris O'Donnell. Who am I saying? Jerry O'Connell. He was in Stand By Me. <laughs> Chris O'Connell uh, or Jerry O'Donnell? A, a, sh- a show called Sideways. <laughs> Which one's in NCIS? That's Chris O'Donnell. Okay. Robin. Which yes. one was Robin? Chris O'Donnell. And which one are we talking about? Jerry O'Connell. Okay. Gary O'Connell. <laughs> Jerry O'Connell. Uh, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> 1981, Joseph Gordon Levitt. Okay. The, oh, Paris Hilton. He's, he's the original <laughs> Robin. <laughs> you can say so if that's how you, they never really say that, I guess. But, you know, his name but is his Robin. His name is Robin. That's yeah, true. They that's saved nice that to the end. They yeah. saved that. Like, that was going to be like, oh my God. People were going to go nuts. And they did for yep. no reason. Yep. Yeah. And then we never heard from him again. No. Nope. Uh, Paris Hilton, also born on that day in 1981. <laughs> mm-hmm. Spoilers, by the way. Sorry. And uh, what Paris Hilton's birthday? <laughs> the Dark Knight Rises. Yeah. Oh my yeah. God! Ten years later, Ed Sheeran. Oh my goodness! I know of him. He's one now, of the original uh, members sure. of Game of Thrones cast, season yeah, three. He is, or four, maybe. He's going to be the second Robin. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He was going to be mm-hmm. the second Robin. Yeah, and and people were going to vote to have him killed. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, I think some people still did. Uh, we also like to talk about uh, some fictional birthdays. And while we don't have any specifically for the seventh, or I mean for the seventeenth, on the next day, on the eighteenth, Eobard Thawne. Oh, verse flash. Yep. yep. And, oh, okay. Yes. And on uh, the nineteenth, Bruce Wayne. But you're always really? coming with the DC and Muppet Universe birthdays. Yeah the the web <laughs> the website I have is is anime DC wow. uh, Muppets and Harry Potter. Very okay. team DC, no Marvel. And and. Uh, uh, what you call it? Uh, video game people as well. So. Oh, okay. Mm. You now, don't have to throw any of the other ones out. Yeah, is it Cuber's birthday? <laughs> now, you can uh, <laughs> you can celebrate uh, any of these birthdays. You can celebrate Zombo's fifty eighth anniversary. Uh huh. Or you just want to hang out uh, with folks. You can celebrate National Cabbage Day. Oh my uh, gosh! Wow. That's yep, yep. No thanks. Pretty pretty straightforward there. You can also uh celebrate Champion Crab Race Day. I like okay. that. Champion Crab Races hosts a very interesting sporting event on February 17th. <laughs> very interesting. Typical crab race event <laughs> requires people Is, to enter. Are you reading a, a press release from Champion <laughs> yes, Crab Racing? Yes, I, yes, I am. Uh enter crabs in competition with a chance to win prize money. Uh they can run 12 and 14 heat races. Oh, Winner of each miles. race goes on to compete in the championship race. <laughs> Um, you put a competing crab underneath a bowl in the middle of the racing ring. Once the bowl is lifted, the race starts. <laughs> Pure anticipation until the winning crab crosses the line. <laughs> Pure anticipation. Now, the National Crab Racing Association, the NCRA, is the most prominent organization involved with crab racing. It started in 1970. <laughs> really? How many or, yep. how many associations are uh, how many organizations are associated with crab racing? Oh man, there's probably the uh, the USCRA. The United States. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yep. Uh, there's also probably the uh, the ECRA, the International European, Crab Racing yeah. Association. There's probably mm-hmm. all sorts of yeah, yeah. Just like uh, it was like all the the WNBA players, they go and play in all the different European leagues all the time. Yeah, uh, in the they off season. To. Yeah, this is the same thing. These guys still 
they take the crab, they go all over the place with them. Oh my god, do you think you used to say how long how long do crabs live? I don't know, but this so they live forever? I think that's lobsters. Oh, oh yeah. Um, not around me. They get boiled up real quick. Um, cool. in nineteen seventy nine is when the organization, the uh, National Crab Racing Association, was founded by Jim Morgan, responsible for training crabs to compete in championship races. Get their crabs from a top importer of hermit crabs globally, Florida Maine Research. Florida Maine Research, and the best crabs go from uh, from training. They go on to crab racing circuit in the Canada and the United States. What kind God, of crabs? I, I really, I hermit crabs. Apparently, it's just hermit, hermit crabs. It's not like those like classic looking pincher crabs. Uh, apparently not. It's just That's hermit slimy. crabs. And wow, I just this seems like insane that this is like something that goes on okay ready for, ready for this tidbit uh-huh hermit crabs can live 30 years or more in the wild 30 years oh. whereas in the wild they so it might be longer. die within a year as pets oh. what, if, what, if, what if they're yeah, highly trained uh, athletes so. yeah I, I know <laughs> the lebron james of hermit crabs can live to be 70 i'm i'm, I'm picturing <laughs> like uh over in i'm picturing like in russia they have like the the ivan drago crab <laughs> yeah they've like it's, got machines hooked up to him as he's running around the, the yeah. track and they're analyzing him he's got mm-hmm. these huge roided up crabs yeah yeah but uh yeah so on the 17th there's some crab racing and finally uh and so this uh next one is a bit of a, a rabbit hole here my way day now, My Way Day is celebrated every February 17th. Uh, it's a fun celebration urging us to live life authentically, unapolog- unapologetically, and to play by our own rules without fear. And why not? It's your life. And hey, you've mm-hmm. got just one to live. Now, YOLO. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So this uh, was invented by uh, a guy named Thomas Roy. Uh, and Thomas and his wife, uh, Ruth, they have created Ruth approximately... Roy? 80 special days oh. that they have submitted throughout all the stuff that are listed in the chase calendar of events. Now chase calendar of events is an annual American publication that started in 1957 by brothers, William D chase and Harrison V chase includes uh-huh. special events, holidays, federal and state observances, historic anniversaries, and more unusual celebratory traditions. Uh, Bill chase worked as a newspaper librarian and saw a need for a single reference source for the calendar uh the original one was 32 pages had 364 entries and sold for a dollar while recent editions are closer to 752 pages with more than 12,000 entries uh going and on. still sell for a dollar i, I it's don't like arizona think so. iced tea same great price. <laughs> contemporary books in chicago took over in 1983 the chases retired altogether from it in 1987 Contemporary Books was acquired by the Tribune Company in 93, sold to McGraw-Hill Companies in 2000, and now uh, Roman and Littlefield Publishing Company uh, bought it in uh, 2015. Hmm. Happy Meow Year for Cats Day. <laughs> I like that. Uh, Show and Tell Day at Work. Mm, Snowplow Mailbox Hockey Day. Don't know what that even means exactly. No. I think that's where you would drive along and hit hit mailboxes with a no, hockey stick? No, it's snow plow. I don't even know yeah. what any of that means. You're right. It's just a collection of words. Curling is cool day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, trading cards for grown-ups day. Mm-hmm. Quirky country okay. music song titles day. Nope. Cranky co-workers day. Be bald nope. and be free day. Fish nope. tank floor show night. What? I have no idea. Wonderful weirdos day. Hmm. Um, TikTok day. 
Humbug Day, Barbie and Barney <laughs> Backlash Day. I don't know. These are just some of the ones that. Wait, uh, Barbie and Barney Backlash? Yeah, that's what it says. Is that for all the and, haters out there? Yeah. And uh, so these mm-hmm. are, um, oh, the Slugs Return from Capistrano. It's the Slugs wrong. Return Day? Oh, yeah. yes. Yeah. I, so anyway, these are. Um, I've been waiting for my Slug Overlords to finally return. <laughs> Hugging Huggin Australian Day is in April. What the heck? Crackers over the keyboard day. I don't know. No, these God, are things I that are included. Like that sometimes. These are things that are included, and it's because of uh, of this uh, gentleman, uh, Thomas Roy. Great. Um, he is. Uh, he was also uh, an actor. Oh. He was in uh, Twelve Monkeys. What? Uh, he's, he's a street. He's a street. He's a street preacher in Twelve Monkeys. Okay. Um, he's in Night Catches Us. I don't know what that movie is. Anyway, he's been in some films. Anyway, that's uh, that's uh, all you need to know though about my way day because that kind of took me down that rabbit hole there. Mm. Okay. Finally, and folks, the thing you stick around to this whole rambling for two seventeen sixty six is a life path number of five prime number. Yep, yep. No, I don't think so. No, but it's not. Well, it, it's it a, prime a prime number. number but, yeah, yeah, but it's not it's like not a, a master not, number. Yeah, no. People with a five life path number are on a lifelong adventure. They're ready for anything. Blood want to soak up like that. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's part of it. Um, routine is unbearable to people with life path number five. So typical nine to five jobs are not appealing to them, though they will change their career path many times throughout life. Positions that allow them to have freedom to make their own decisions will be the most satisfying. And whether on the job or off, making time for travel will be key to feeling fulfilled for all of those with this life path. I to think and, that everybody that has your birthday has the same personality as you. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I've never met anybody else with my same birthday, so I don't know. You've never met anyone ever with your birthday. Nope. That's weird. I know like three other people with my birthday. No, and if I did, I wouldn't recognize because it it's my birthday, not theirs. Mm, yeah, you'd kill them on the spot. <laughs> there can only be there can be only one. Yep. Keith's mm-hmm. birthday. Keith's the Highlander of birthdays, apparently. Yeah, I mean, I I probably when I was younger, but I forgot by now that I met him because I killed him off then. <laughs> Speaking of killing it off, let's throw this book back on the shelf. Oh, God, yeah. Throw it I'm in gonna the dive here. into my seat and wait for the instructions. Keith, recline. Boom, there we go. As we are going to descend slowly down to the Skumex Dome. Name rates, still TBD. One day. We got, a, we got a hot bid from the National Crab Association, I think. <laughs> yeah, we, now. We, yes, now what? I, I thought of this the other day. Uh-huh. I mean, we're constantly out here trying to get somebody for naming rights, but I I don't know. Do do we think that this is why Twitter is now called X? Is because of our influence on the world? Is that, uh, what, is that possible? What because of Skuma X? No. Yeah. Twitter oh, is called you're X right. because it's it's owned and run by a fifty two year old man baby. Well, he's trying to find a, a cool name, and he looked at the Skuma X and was like, "Well, that's the most extreme." I, yeah, oh, that's what, that that's what I think. Yeah, I think we had an influence on that. So, I mean, we've oh, been looking God. for naming rights to come no. and be like cool with us, but mm-hmm. maybe we're the cool people. Doesn't no. help that our Skuma is designed. This new Skuma is designed with really sharp angles. You know, it looks like it's from some <laughs> cyberpunk universe. And the, and the reason it's always filling with water is because uh, it's not built properly. No, yeah, mm-hmm. very very much an engineering flaw, but and you know, and may cool. ignite at any moment. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. why I get out of there so goddamn fast every time. <laughs> it's perfectly safe. Um, <laughs> yeah. It's been tested many times. I, I, it's even been said that every Skumax can temporarily work as a submarine. Yeah. 
<laughs> Temporarily, yes. Yes. It's actually meant for <laughs> land travel most of the time. <laughs> yes. But it can be temporarily be a boat. Anything can temporarily be a boat. But That's I'm just going to throw that out there real fast. Uh, <laughs> it can temporarily get you to the gates of hell and back. Uh, yeah, uh, but more than one way as well. I will I will leave my editorialization. Uh, I, I've already said too much. I've already <laughs> said too much, and the goon squad's at my mm-hmm. door. Well, we know they listen, so. Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> they do Sorry about that yeah Sorry. i saw about that the other day i thought we were the cool ones that people were following and being trendy replies. Yet, so. yeah. uh we've made it we've yeah. killed enough time we've descended <laughs> uh to the skuma x dome we've also ascended to a higher plane of consciousness mm-hmm. um, <laughs> like we do every week <laughs> like we do every week it's <laughs> there's a lot less oxygen down here <laughs> uh off we go on to the ship so captain carrot oh god i did it again Captain Carey or Captain Terry. Either one works, honestly. Yeah. yeah. Well, the mirror universe, you. Yeah. Of, of Captain Carey. Sometimes he's down there. Yeah. It's kind of <laughs> awkward. <laughs> anyway, Captain Terry. Is, oh, what if it was like, what's that? What's that movie? Annihilation where it's like learning. Oh, it's like a weird glass creature. Yeah. yeah. But it's like mimicking you. Oh, <laughs> disturbing. Yeah. I just have to be very careful about what I do. <laughs> yeah, make it blow itself up. But you nope. find out you were. Uh, but matter. what if I was blowing myself up? Yes. Oh, oh it's too much. Too much. Anyway, See, this is, Derek, this is why you go and make out with the demons. I go get the mail, and we have Terry stay on board. The, <laughs> Do you want the existential terror? Yeah, cool, because we don't want we don't want to have to worry about you know some you know doppelganger coming. Well, in every and, time we come back, we don't even know if it's the real Terry. Anyway, this version of Captain Terry is going to take us additional. I'm sorry, did you just say you got a new tattoo? Did you get a new tattoo? Shit. Oh yes, yes I did. Um, it's always been there. Don't worry about it. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Hmm. Anyway, it doesn't move on my body and doesn't change spots. It's always right there. It's fine. Yeah. Okay. Keep an eye on that tattoo, Keith, because we're going to dive deep to the gates of hell for another edition of Scoob X. X, X, X to the extreme. That tattoo just, um, blink at, just wink at me? That's weird. That's nothing. Uh, this episode was directed by Ezra Stone, mm. the man made of Stone. Um, I'm just going to make noise over the time you talk about Ezra Stone. That's fine. Implanting himself <laughs> foundations of the monster <laughs> franchise. He is like rock. Uh, we've talked about him a few times. Uh, he's the son of a cannabis. He's Tivis's favorite. That's all common knowledge. If you don't know that, then you're a loser. Um, anyways, this episode was written by Dennis Whitcomb. Dennis Quaid. Yes. I wish. I'd love no. that. Dennis Whitcomb. What's his yeah. name? Dennis Whitcomb. Mm-hmm. Uh, I saw the got... name. I'm like, oh, this is fresh, fresh it fish. Is. Fresh fish. Fresh mm-hmm. fish. I thought you were going to say, is this Fresh Prince? I was going to no, I don't Fresh think so. Prince. <laughs> Fresh <laughs> Prince. Well, he has six writing credits on IMDb. Um, going from 1966 <laughs> to This Munsters episode and five episodes of the Fresh Prince. Oh, that'd be amazing. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, he was an actor, so maybe he got to play Fresh Prince every once in a while. Um, <laughs> no, he didn't. He only had nine acting credits. He Maybe he got one shot at it, at least. Uh, uh seems that most of his credits are actually in the script. The script, not script, <laughs> the script and continuity department. Uh, he did some, he also did a lot of script clearance work, which I didn't know what that was till I looked it up. Uh, it's basically they like read through the script to identify anything that may create like legal conflicts, making sure mm. like trying to find anything that's trademarked and everything, sure. you know, weird stuff like that. They don't want to get in any like legal trouble. So he did that quite a bit. Uh, his credits actually go fairly recent up to 2018, which is cool. 
I guess. Uh, there's a movie I recognize, which is also always exciting. He uh, did the script and continuity stuff for Ouija, the movie. Or Ouija, would you call it that? I don't know. Like the Ouija board. O-U-J-I-A? Uh, yes. Yeah. It, uh, how's that pronounced? I think that was Ouija, Ouija right? Ouija? Ouija? Yeah. I, I think know. it's when it's Ouija board, but if it's just Ouija, I, I don't know. Anyways, it doesn't really matter. It's the fact is he did it. <laughs> I've never seen it, but I've not heard great things either. I've heard the sequel's actually pretty good, but I've not seen the first one. But you know what? That is a lot more I could say than most Monsters writers. At least I recognize something that he did. That's always fun. Most of his uh, credits are kind of like cheaper stuff. Uh, and of course, there's one that caught my eye. It was called Monster Wolf. Monster Wolf. It, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it kind of, you know, Monsters theme. I see that name. I can't help but look it up. It came out in 2010. Uh, it's about corporate greed, betrayal, and spiritual vengeance. The company is in negotiations with a Native American community or something. They want to drill on their land. They start drilling before any sort of agreement is made, and they waken a dark, bestial spirit, which I uh, will call Monster Wolf. Is that cool, the Wolf of Wall Street? <laughs> yeah, they woke up Leonardo DiCaprio mm-hmm. from his ancient slumber. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, it appears it's like a werewolf creature. Uh, it's methodically hunting down anyone that's involved with the drilling. Mm-hmm. You never really get a good look at the monster wolf, though. He doesn't look great every clip you do see. Um, <laughs> definitely has like that sci-fi original movie feel to it. Oh, good stuff. Yeah. And actually, it reminded me of a different movie I've seen. Uh, the Man-Thing movie. Um, we talked about Man-Thing in our... We have uh, talked about Man-Thing. Yeah. If you've never seen the movie, uh, but you shouldn't, it's awful. It's basically the same premise. Man thing goes around killing people because a company's drilling oil on a Native American land, and there's some sort of weird spiritual connection. It's pretty bad, so never watch it. So we've got a guest star. It's Louis Nye as Zombo, which is exciting. I've been waiting for Zombo for so long, it seems like. Uh, mm-hmm. He's finally here. This guy has 66 acting credits on IMDb from 1949 to 2002. He's done a lot of voice work and a lot of small bit parts. Uh, his biggest role in my eyes is that he was in Curb Your Enthusiasm as Jeff Green's dad for like five episodes. Hmm. So that's kind of fun. Um, on a monster's note, he actually voiced Dracula in something called The Great Bear Scare. So that's pretty cool. Very The spooky. Great Bear Scare. Mm-hmm. It was a Halloween special about a community of bears who fear that the monsters. <laughs> yeah, it was like, you know, bear like or human. Well, what would you, how would you call that? They're like, they all act like people, but they're all bears. Um, sure. Yeah. There's a community of bears. Uh, they all fear that monsters are going to come down from a place called Monster Mountain that's nearby, which seems like a pretty fair fear. If you ask me, you know, Monster Mountain is just right yes. there. Probably some monsters lurking about. More than likely. Yeah. There's one bear named Teddy. Uh, he's not taken in by the fear. He questions why they should fear something that they don't understand. But apparently the fear is founded because Dracula lives on the mountain and he's planning to conquer the world with the power of fear. So seems pretty fair to be scared of Monster Mountain. He also seems to have a giant army of monsters at his disposal. Uh, they do invade the bear community at some point, but they're repelled oh by stealth and trickery. Oh, God, it's like a slaughter. Yeah. No, no, no. Or they're the Ewoks. The bears, are. <laughs> yeah, the bears yeah. just destroyed them with their brute. <laughs> yeah, they go, they all go feral, but their bear strength and the, the monsters don't realize yep. what they were messing with. Yeah. Dracula versus a bear. I mean, I'd watch that. <laughs> I, I have watched that. It's amazing. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, it was only 20 minutes long, so I just basically skimmed through it. I didn't watch the whole thing. Oh, I so you watched the whole thing. <laughs> no, I got no. It was only 20 minutes, and I had 25 before I needed to do something. So <laughs> It didn't seem like awful or anything. Uh, Lewis oh. and I was a decent <laughs> I Dracula. it is. <laughs> <laughs> it seemed better than Monster Wolf, that's for sure. Maybe but that, yeah, you know, I watched Monster Wolf first, then I watched this, and I was like, oh, this ain't bad. This ain't mm. bad. Yeah, I mean, Lewis and I, he does a good Dracula voice, I thought. That's nice. Um, he also had a role in a video game called Mugen, M-U-G-E-N, if you've ever heard of it. Mm-mm. It's like, a, he does, I don't know what he did. He, I guess he must have done some character voices in the game. Uh, it's actually, so Mugen is like a easily modded fighting game. So like, there's like, a you can basically just add any character you want because there's probably somebody's created it for you and you can just download huh. it and put it in the game. I've like seen it before. It seems pretty cool. I've never tried it myself, uh, but it has crossed my radar. Like I said, and I, I was curious if there's any monster like creations, like somebody made it like a Herman monster fighter, but, but I didn't see anything with my very cursory research. So oh, that's unfortunate. I never Maybe we can create that. I feel yeah. like I'm pretty like in tune with the video game world. At least at one point mm-hmm. I was. It's pretty cool. Like, yeah, I've seen like you can get like thousands of characters. You can have like Homer Simpson fighting Superman. You can have oh, with that many, it does seem weird that there's not like you know Herm at least Herman in in the game. Yeah, right. Yeah, where's Herman, Grandpa? Oh, that'd be so cool. See the the thing you're you're giving either too much credit to or not enough. Uh, the gaming community does not give a shit about the monsters. <laughs> They're not going to have it in there. They're probably like 75 versions of Deadpool. Oh, I guarantee there's like 75 versions of Deadpool. You could probably have a whole fighting game of just Deadpools. You know, maybe while we head up, we're going to probably have to go at a pretty slow pace. I'm going to start programming, our, programming ourselves into this fighting game. Um, and of course, I'll just take clips from the Monster Hunters podcast and put that as our voice lines, all our catchphrases and everything. So it'll take me a while. So let, let's go at a very slow, moderate pace as we head up there. Oh, Terry, did you say at a slow, moderate pace? The, yes. That's, a, that's definitely a tagline that he's going to work into the game. Um, well, you. No, I you can't because I went OG and I Ryukin all the way oh. up out of the water, flaming uppercut, wow, burst the ceiling. Oh god, I just hit my heel on the fucking chair and it hurts so bad. <laughs> you did a real life <laughs> Oh, I was like, oh, I was acting out the Ryukin and I. Oh, I heel wow. kicked the leg of my chair. Oh, God, wow. that hurts. Anyway, I know as I'm visioning you in your house doing an epic pose and you just ruined <laughs> that image for me. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I did that, coated myself in flames, shot out of the water. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's incredible because I burnt the entire way up like the flames. Like I guess that's the water kept me from burning myself. I don't know how it works. It just evaporated like a line of water. I just, yeah, like I just do it. Like I, I can't explain it. I, I coat myself in flames. I do this crazy spin kick. Mm-hmm. Um, I also shoot a giant blue fireball at varying speeds, and then I try to trick you into jumping over it so I can do oh, aerial, nice. aerial mm-hmm. juggle. But mm-hmm. you know who am I? You always get me. I get, I get, it, I get super close. And I try to jump behind you, and you just yeah. uppercut me in the face. I go flying back. I have to start all over again. I get you fly back, and then I shoot a fireball, and you land on it, and then I spin kick, and mm-hmm. uh, there's just so much going on. And then uh, afterwards, I beat the shit out of a car. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, well, anyway, I did that. I blasted my way up out of the water back into the man cove mm-hmm. um, where you know I 
I do have, uh, I, you guys probably didn't pay it. He's so tall and skinny, but you didn't see him. He's my, my best buds, Dalsim. He's there. Dalsim's here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he roasted, he, he roasted a prime rib over oh, his yoga frame uh, for hours and hours. He just stood there blowing flame. Uh, yoga flame. Yeah. Boom. Yeah. Um, and if you got too close, like you wanted to check on it, see like he'd be yoga and he'd do this like really long extendo arm punch to knock you oh, away. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Or he'd nice. teleport out somewhere else. It's... Yeah, he'd do the, yeah, he'd do that. He doesn't know? want you to get too close to me. You'll burn yourself on the prime yeah. rib. He's well, trying yeah. to roast it. I mean, got the yoga so. flame going. Didn't, didn't necessarily need to punch somebody in the gut, but he does. It's out of safety and not. You know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's, it, it hurt. It hurts him more than it hurts you because he yeah, doesn't want to hit you. I brought my friend E Honda, but he just keeps slapping me in the face. Yeah, me, so. yeah. Well, I, I I was going to invite my other friend Saget or Saget. I don't I don't know how anybody's ever pronounced his name. I only read his name mm-hmm. and never heard anyone say it. But uh, you know, it's like over prime He's like, I need something with fiber, fiber uppercut. And I was like, okay. <laughs> you say fiber or tiger? There, he's like fiber, fiber, fiber. And I'm like, I, I think it said fiber. Um. Anyway, that prime rib is. Burnt to a crisp. <laughs> yoga flame is too powerful. Uh, well, he, he just yoga flamed it, and then when he stopped yoga flaming, it was on fire and it just bounced on the ground a few times. <laughs> I'm like, oh, weird. The KO just appeared in the sky. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But so it's there. You could slice yourself off some ash and <laughs> mm. rub it on your gums or something. I guess to get that prime rib kick you're looking for. Like that seasoning. Yes. Oh, oh yeah. We just we. Should. Break it down and like powder now eases prime rib seasoning. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you get to season another prime rib. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Prime ribception. <laughs> it's, Don't go but, too deep. Yeah. Well, a prime ribception is, is not what you think it is. It's just a reception with prime rib. Um, oh, that's and, nice. And yeah. <laughs> incept rib. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to portmanteau the opposite direction. That's the one you're thinking about, oh. where it's like one prime rib uh, going down into unconstructed prime, uh, un- unconstructed prime rib space, and you just don't know what you'll <laughs> Build find. Your own there. prime rib, and yeah, time you, just it travels yeah. so slowly. Down I guess there. digested slower and slower the deeper you go. <laughs> yeah, it's like some, I've been some quant- this quantum prime realm prime rib. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Here we are. We. <laughs> Chewing, chewing on, it probably makes like a prime rib cracker. It's like, oh yeah, just uh, nice crunch. Crackers over the keyboard, but it's it's charred to crisp <laughs> prime rib. Here we go. We got season two after this episode. This is what I was so excited about with this episode. There's only ten left. Uh, season oh, two, like <laughs> episode twenty-two, Zombo, a single word title. If you don't know anything about Zombo, you see that and you're like, that don't make no sense. I wonder if this is some sort of Dumbo spinoff or <laughs> the, Mun- the Munsters take on Dumbo. I don't I'd know. i see that. Season two, episode 22, Zombo, this some bitch. Well, as Keith said, as that one son of a bitch said, this son of a bitch came out February 17th, 1966. <laughs> and now this son of a bitch is going to tell you when he sat crisscross applesauce on the kitchen table uh, on a different planet. And I... <laughs> and I projected oh, right. myself to this pl- planet on this uh-huh. table. Then I projected myself backwards in time. Mm. Oh, there's just so much work anymore. 
I read that Herman believes Eddie's affection is being stolen by a children's television idol. It gets it's a highly rated episode on IMDb of 7.8, which is the pantheon of the higher rated. There's probably like, Mm -hmm. there's what, 70 episodes in of those 70, probably like 10 are 7.8 or higher. Yeah. Maybe 12. Hmm. It's not many. Yeah. No. This is one I was looking forward to. Like Zombo. I know I've heard of Zombo, you know, but when we first started, I was like, oh man, Zombo. I think I know what that is. I only know. Go ahead, Keith. It was as it was a big. It's a big enough thing for the monsters that uh, Rob Zombie actually had like a clip from the Zombo show. Yes, in, in the movie as well. But what, did he? Didn't he? He re he made his own clip of Zombo, right? Yep. Oh, I thought it was just outtakes or something like that. Like no, or he like had... a clip from the the show from this one. I think the guy who played Herman played Zombo. Yeah. Ah, okay. And then he made a song too. Oh yes. That's there's right. So much yeah. great music in that movie, and that's but, all, that's all I. There's so much. Do you say there's so much great music in that? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Terry, Terry. <laughs> um, but but I think that that shows you like how like important this episode is supposed to be to the. At know, least the, to Rub Zombie. I think he's would do it because he's expecting people to like be like, "Ooh, cool, Zombo," because he's supposed to be like a super fan. So I mean, he would. I you would assume he's kind of in touch. Has, he's got the pulse of. Monster Nation. You think? Hmm. Now this could be a separate podcast unto itself. Does Rob Zombie? Do you think <laughs> Rob Zombie has the pulse of Monster Nation? But uh, the prequel to that is: Is there a Monster Nation? And does it have a pulse? Because that's kind of yeah. against. The oh, monsters. that's against everything the monsters stand for. Mm-hmm. Oh man, that you got me good on that one. I don't know. Yeah, it's, there can't be any pulse. Otherwise, it's it's and, I, and weirdly that fits the show having no yeah. pulse. Yeah, hmm. yeah. I don't know. I feel like I feel like Rob Zombie is a big fan. I would have to. I wonder. I, I, I honestly don't know that many big monsters fans besides you know fellow podcasters and <laughs> Rob Zombie. So <laughs> it's yeah. weird. Like. Do you I guess think- the fact that of all the things like to put that into the movie signals that Zombo was like an important part of the. Well, it's a highly rated theater. episode, though. Yes, and and that's like a well-known character, et cetera, et cetera. They didn't have Herman play baseball, though, and I think that's because Rob Zombie isn't a sporto guy. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. Eddie didn't do any track and field. Eddie wasn't do track and it. field. Didn't do any yeah. basketball for some Kentucky yokels. Mm-hmm. Didn't do nothing like that. But those are more Americanized things, right? That's not like really Transylvania. And remember in the movies, like, oh, there's this Hollywood star Zombo. Let's go live with him or whatever. Yeah, that's true. That was so stupid. The monsters, too, they'll do all the American stuff. Yes. Their motivation to move. Oh, God. I don't even want to think about it because it's so terrible. Anyway, this episode exists and it came out in 1960. And maybe you're right, Keith. Maybe Zombo within. I, I, there's got to be a, a monster nation, monster, the yeah. monster fam, the mun fam. Uh, if, if any of the monster nations listening to this, you need to like comment or let us know. Like, let us know yeah. like, where to find uh, others like us. No, no one else like me. Is there, <laughs> but is there like a Zombo convention or like a, is oh, there a monsters convention? Just the Zombo? Is there's a monsters convention? Can we somehow is there come a- in and, record live like that'd they, be great they would boo us out they would hate us they would yeah and it's my fault and i'm sorry they would hate me 
Going uh, to be the heel. Yeah. Yes. Derek's wrong, right, everyone? Oh, no, it, it's just a character. He's just playing a character, folks. He really <laughs> loves walking this. in. I'm like, uh, okay. Stone Cold Steve Austin as a heel <laughs> before he turned uh, <laughs> face. Walk in with my anti monsters yeah. beer and spitting at people. Yeah. <laughs> Throwing, yeah, spilling beer on all the, the fans' heads. Mm-hmm. Me and Keith are just looking with shocked looks, just like shaking our heads. Like, <laughs> yeah. He's well, never, just, he's never done this before. No, our refs holding us back. Yeah. I'll, I'll do this for you guys. We all go out as the monster hunters, and then you guys turn on me. And then you do the face turn, <laughs> like you come out his heels, and then you know you feel it's gonna like kick me in the gut and jump off oh, the rope, and yeah. and the crowd would go nuts. You'd be like, mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, and then yeah. I'd, I'd have to like uh, six, seven months of cutting promos about how I'm gonna get you guys back. Mm-hmm. Every time we go to have a match, it gets interfered with, and then the big pay per view event at uh, oh, Monster yeah. Mania. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you, know, make, you make new allies, like evil versions of us, or something. Yeah, yeah, have to- yeah. Yeah, you, yeah. I was like, you, you, you start strutting around the stage. You're like, yeah, no, this is a terrible episode. You're really getting into it. And you're like, see, and like, he agrees with me. He turned to look to me, and I'm just like, huh? Like, yep. And what then, are you talking about? Oh, and he reveals like a an audio clip from back in the people are like, oh, and there's like a little bit of drama. It's like, has Keith changed? Or yeah. Has he always been? Is he faking? And then, yeah. And then you and then you go to turn towards turn to Terry, uh, Terry yeah. and he hits you with the stunner. Yeah, <laughs> oh, <laughs> kick to the guts. Man. Yeah. Yep. The 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 Vicaroy stunner right there. Yep. And, and I'm really good at selling a stunner too. I'm oh. I'm like up in the air and like laying on my back, <laughs> mm-hmm. and everybody just goes nuts. I grab just by the legs. I just start spinning. Yeah. Hit the tables. Start then, laughing like Herman. <laughs> you, yeah. you bring out Herman's concrete slab and you put me on it and then you jump on me and smash me <laughs> to the concrete slab. Oh, that's yep, actually yep. a good idea. Yeah. Yeah. We will uh, uh, a coffin out that has the name of the G- Gateman, whatever the name is. Bury you in it. Graves, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we we put we put you in it and then just like you know push it out to the back. Yep. Yeah, so. and the, and then the camera cuts and you guys are wheeling out and they lay it on fire and everybody thinks <laughs> I'm dead. And then mm-hmm. the next episode or maybe two episodes of of Munster Raw, uh, I like I'm in the rafters like the Phantom of the Opera. And you're oh like, yeah, oh. you got like half a burnt face, you got mm-hmm. a mask on. Yep. Yes, I like this. This is an epic. Wow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we have to find a Munster's convention. <laughs> Can't wait for that's also a bit. <laughs> So we have to find the annual Indi- Muncie, Indiana Backyard Wrestling and Monsters Convention. <laughs> that's Then that's what we'll go to. If not, oh. I say we start that. <laughs> <laughs> Muncie, Indiana. Yep. Annual. Yes. Because you could do Indiana's like the Florida of the Midwest. You can do just about anything there. Yeah, they'll allow it. Yeah. Well, right. The ironic thing is we will have started Monsters Con. <laughs> and... All the fans have come to because of us. This is our fault. <laughs> Muncon. Oh God. Well, let's talk about it. We that was that was a derail and a half. That's a good one. Though. That's a oh. good one. <laughs> Give me some good. It's, it's been a few weeks. We had to get a couple of those like mm-hmm. they built up. Yeah. I'm gonna start hitting the gym a little harder. Okay, here we go. Ready? Eddie is watching the house of Zombo. And I didn't write anything down other than he's watching TV. And mm-hmm. this I do not like. Why people watching TV and TV? Um, so Eddie's watching the House of Zombo. He's really into it. He loves it. Zombo. The one I describe him: crazy hair, mm-hmm. uh, big rubber hands, 
large pointy teeth, large pointy teeth, lots of like wizard, wizard hat, wizard hat, sunken eyes, makeup like black around his eyes, making like they're sunken. Talks like Dracula. Talks like Dracula. Zombo. And struggles to talk through the teeth that are that don't really move very much when he moves his mouth. Yes. So I'm assuming that all the Zombo voice was recorded after the fact because there's no way he could have talked because later on Herman tries to talk with teeth in his mouth and it's a disaster. Mm-hmm. But anyway, Herman comes home. Uh, you, I'm home. No one says shit because no one's in the house apparently except for Eddie and he's watching Zombo. Eddie keeps watching Zombo. Uh, you know why? One, he loves Zombo. But two, they're going to announce the winner of the I Like Zombo Because Contest. <laughs> what a great name for a contest. It, it is. <laughs> so creative. <laughs> like, yeah, that's such a catchy name. Yeah. yeah. I, I'll be honest. This little sequence of Herman trying to like, you know, like the whole thing, of like trying to get Eddie's attention, Eddie not paying attention or like not focusing on anything except the TV until Herman sits in front of the TV. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, hey, Pop. Yeah, like gets it. I was like, "Wow, this like actually hits pretty close to home." <laughs> My it, kids do this all the time. It is. It's it's very, it's very, uh, it's classic. It's classic kid behavior, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Herman wants a hug. Now there's a moment, and I took a screenshot of it, and it is going to be the episode art. Even though there's so much great episode art in this. Herman is trying to talk to Eddie and Eddie's not paying attention and Zombo's talking and Zombo gives Herman the finger. <laughs> what? Does he? Yes. Oh, really? So it's there's like a lot of fourth wall breaking. Oh, he is. He is. He, he just sits there. He does that like the uh, the inconspicuous. I'm going to scratch my face with my middle finger. Huh. <laughs> he is doing that. Yes. And wow. Herman's like, Eddie, why don't we pay attention to me? Talk to me. Look at me, son. Why are you watching this garbage on TV? And there's Zombo is like, I'm going to read to the kids out of a book now. I'm like, this is what they watch. And, and Zombo is just giving the middle finger. Yeah, because I thought this was like a, you know, those like classic horror hosts, like where they're like, here, we're going to joke about a movie and then watch part of the movie. Yeah. And joke mm, about like it. Like um, yeah, that's exactly what I thought he was supposed to be like a Svengulli or um, Elvira type mm-hmm. you know, uh, guy at this thing. But it seems like an odd kids show, especially. It is like we're gonna read chapter five of the Werewolf Comes at Midnight. Not, they were like chapter twenty five. <laughs> this is like the twenty fifth episode of reading from Mark of the yeah. Werewolf. Mm-hmm. Herman's like, how about a handshake? Eddie moves his hand out of the way. Herman's frustrated, and then Herman does. Uh, he gets in front of Eddie. Oh, hi, Pop! And that gets the darn, darn, darn. Herman starts kicking up dust. Rust, gust, dust is a must. He's just kicking up some dust. And then they cut to behind Herman where he's kicking up more dust. And then he, and then I think, I don't think it's ADR, darn, darn, darns. I think they took a darn, darn, darn from an old episode <laughs> and put it over it because it's like a nice. totally different tone. And it's like darn, 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 darn. <laughs> Before he, he really nailed it. Yeah. yeah. Yes. <laughs> and then we get the banger. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Dusty, dusty banger. Dusty, dusty banger. No sphincters in the banger, though. I no. checked for sphincters. And it is clean besides a few dust specks. Yes. And weird door breaks. 
Yeah, du- uh, Dusty Banger is uh, that's my that's my nickname. Uh, uh, when, is that uh, wrestling? you wrestling? Yeah, when I when, I, when your, I turn heel on you, <laughs> you the Dusty Banger. You're wearing like a mask. Yeah. Nobody can recognize you at first. They take mm-hmm. it off, and it's you. Oh, I never felt so betrayed. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, Dusty Banger was Keith all along. Yeah. Well, I I bring the I I bring the almanac with me. I bring the almanac with me, and it's uh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he makes me eat a page from the almanac. That's oh, me. He's, oh no, he's going for the finger bang, and he like uh, <laughs> shoves the page in your mouth, and then he takes uh, like finger hooks your mouth from either side from behind. So it's like a camel clutch, but with uh, pulling back your <laughs> your cheeks, which be you know, very yeah. painful. Mm-hmm. We come back from <laughs> dust, we come back from the dusty banger. Um, and it's uh grandpa is reading play ghoul at the what table like this? a fucking pervert weirdo what a creep. this this like this seemed this really stuck out to me and bothered me because it's it goes on for a while and i'm like the concept here is that he's reading playboy and he's just reading it at the table yeah at, it, at the breakfast table yeah well now see i'm also thrown off by the timing of this does herman work overnight I don't know. I think it's just next day. But they, but Zombo says, <laughs> I'm going to tell you who wins in like just a few minutes. And then we cut like Eddie's still out there watching it, even though they're serving breakfast the next day. But yes, grandpa, true. grandpa reading porn at the table. <laughs> hey, he yeah. just reads it for the articles. There's appropriate time for porn and breakfast time is not that time. for porn. <laughs> I mean, yeah, articles, non articles, whatever it is, you still have yeah this their version of playboy sitting there at yeah at the table while everyone's trying to like you know eat their oatmeal i mean to be fair the cover has to fully clothe the witch on the front like yeah, yeah not sexualized well but i don't know what grandpa's into maybe he likes like the- <laughs> yeah the this closed witch nude male uh subsection <laughs> of <laughs> of ghoul hub yeah. uh ghoul <laughs> so <laughs> but there's grandpa Pouring it up at there's like the breakfast table, Denny's, and, and an airplane. Those are the three places you never look at porn. I mean, uh, it, every time they went back to him talking about, I was like, he still stared. I can't at believe it. they. I can't believe they. They went for this. Like, I, I get. I get. I get. I get the joke that they're going for, but I'm like, I think most people watching this would have been like, yeah, Maryland Maryland's sitting there right next to him. Like, doesn't feel yeah. like, hey, whoa, what are you doing here, Grandpa? Yeah, I don't know. <clears throat> but yeah, so porn at the table, we get our opening clip where Grandpa's like, Zombo's all the rage. Like he read that in in Play Ghoul, apparently. Yeah. All the yeah. all the rage for uh for the youngsters around. He got that out of Play Ghoul, yeah. So Lily says, Oh, you know, Herman's like, ah, but Lily's you know, we, they'll get bored of Zombo. They'll move on. Herman's like, oh, then I'll return to the bosom of my fa- of his family and we'll have real togetherness. And this might be my favorite moment of the entire episode. Uh, like that family from the share of the deodorant commercial. I don't know what any of that means, but I'm picturing a deodorant <laughs> commercial and they referenced it. And for some reason, it made me laugh. Yeah, it must be one where like just, you know, like dad uses it, hands over to the wife. <laughs> oh, my uses God. It. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it's not like a toothbrush. It's, it is deodorant. That's right? yeah. yeah. Oh, something about that weirds me out. <laughs> but, oh yeah, but uh, more than more than uh, breakfast table porn. Yeah, <laughs> you're right. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's their form of escalation. They think that breakfast table porn 
that's like a that's so and then like the level two is uh, sharing deodorant uh cut two from there eddie on the couch still watching zombo see i didn't rise this the same day i thought this was next day um but no because zombo's like you know tune in later so you can, we'll tell you who mm-hmm. wins so i don't yeah. zombo might be on 24 hours who knows it could be all day yeah yes it could just be a marathon <laughs> of live television live oh, zombo that would be so awful to have to do that for like 24 hours. <laughs> and then makeup, you're like, here's chapter 55. <laughs> Maybe they started with chapter one in the morning. Yeah. And oh my goodness. Cut two. Uh oh wait, I'm sorry. Yeah, Eddie on the couch watching Zombo. It's a commercial for crumble creature crackers. Mm-hmm. Uh it's a box of cereal with Zombo's face on it. He pulls out a creature cracker and looks like is that was it? Frankenstein silhouette or creature from the Black Lagoon silhouette? I think it was like the creatures it looked like to me. Yeah. yeah. Some sort of humanoid being. So then it was like, crush it up in your fist, then pour milk on it. What the fuck ever? Don't care. Uh, but now it's time for the Zombo winner. And guess who it is? You'll never guess. Was it Billy down the road? Nope. Tommy. Tommy at the corner? Nope. It's Eddie. Oh. Our very own Eddie Munster. Who me? Yeah. Yes, yes, you, you, Eddie Munster. More fourth wall breaking. Oh, he doesn't geez. give him the finger, at least. Origins of Deadpool right before my eyes. <laughs> Zombo is Deadpool. Yeah. Uh, 75 versions of Zombo in that fighting game. Oh, um, but there's one, at least. <laughs> or something that could look like Zombo. Uh, well, guess what, Eddie? You get a whole bunch of swell prizes. But fuck them, because you know what's even better? You're going to be on the show next Friday. I'm like, boy, it's a quick turnaround. That's my first thought. I, I mean, it must be like a live or like somewhat live. Like it's basically like more like a Bozo the Clown type thing. But even those <laughs> yeah, were taped. Yes. Those Maybe were taped well in advance. It's a very low budget. This guy just kind of wings it every week. Yeah. Like, You'll be here next Friday with me. And I'm like, oh, what if Eddie had plans on Friday? You're really presumptuous here, Zombo. School? School? Yeah. yeah. Oh, boy. What a, what a, what a one. He runs off. Cut to Eddie running into the kitchen. Very excited. Grandpa's Very, still reading uh, his Willy Wonka-esque. Uh, mm-hmm. I got a golden ticket. And he doesn't take his grandpa with him. Uh, what did you win? Eddie explains. Everyone's very excited except for Herman. When I grow up, and then Eddie says, when I grow up, I want to be just like Zombo. <laughs> Herman's like, what the fuck, kid? I thought you wanted to be like me. <laughs> It's like, yeah, that's when I was a dumb kid. Oh, <laughs> that's pretty brutal. <laughs> yeah, that's Herman turns to the camera and single tear. Then he's yeah. like, well, you know what I mean. Yeah. Like oh, with the reference sure of I'm still a kid. <laughs> oh, sure. Hello, Bang. darkness. My old friend is playing in the background. <laughs> Hello. Oh, poor Herman. He does a sad Chiron walk out of the room. Bang, bang, bang. Uh, Lily goes, I think someone's at the door, which gets a laugh. Um, okay. Eddie assumes it's his friends because they heard Zombo say his name. So he runs off. Herman, where have I failed? And I thought they're going to be like, well, lots of places. They're going to list mm-hmm. off yeah. the things. <laughs> but Grandpa is very kind here. He's like, well, you know how kids are. And he's like, yeah, rod. Herman storms <laughs> off and he slams the door. Cut to Eddie on the front porch with goofy looking kids. Yeah. I hate how they never come into these scenes like 30 seconds into the scene. They always come in right at the beginning. Hey, Eddie, I heard Zombo say you won the contest. Yeah. Like that should have been the first thing. They should have been cheering when the door opened up, right? Yeah. Like yeah. there's 
but these kids they're fucking fawning over Zombo. They're like, oh, he's so they great. Yeah. Wish he was my Let's dad. Let's make a club. Yeah. Let's make a club. That's Eddie's idea. I have a great idea. Let's for- form a Zombo club and watch Zombo together. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. great, great. Yeah, then we can all pass around the play goals that my grandpa keeps at the table. Yeah, <laughs> yes, and eat some crumbled creatures or whatever. Mm-hmm. But now, unlike the unanswerable question of who watches the Watchmen, oh, we God. know who watches the Zombo Watchers. It's Herman. He's yeah, spying on the kids through the window. He's, he's been there the whole. It took me a second yeah. to like notice him, but just a creepy face. Through the it was so <laughs> funny. That to yeah. me was hilarious. I was that like, looked awesome. Yeah. There's a good blend of like comedy but like creepy image. Mm-hmm. You know, like, this would be creepy The window is so dirty that it, yeah. it comes across yes. looking so odd. No one notices him back there. He's just spying on his, his kid talk about how great Zombo is. Zombo <laughs> is the greatest. Camera zooms in on Herman right after that. It does like this zoom. Like like, bum, bum, bum. <laughs> crying. Herman's crying again. Tear rolls down his face. Cut to Herman inside. Zombo is a fink. Fade to Herman in bed in his pajamas, where he is apparently deep throated a thermometer. That's exactly <laughs> what I thought he was doing. Because yeah, at first you're like, oh, it's just a thermometer. Then grandpa pulls out like two feet long thermometer. <laughs> yeah. It's grandpa pulls it out. 55. Near normal, not sick. And then Herman says, but I heard all over. Especially right here. I'm like, oh, Herman. <laughs> but he gropes around looking for where his heart is at. It's like, where'd they put that thing? It's like, oh, here it is, right here. My heart, I heard there. Uh, Grandpa's like, cowboy, the fuck up, man. Quit being yeah. jealous about this Zombo. So what? They have a club and they like Zombo. You're, her- you're Herman fucking monster. You're I, Herman yeah, fucking monster, motherfucker. Get up and go tell the kid to love you. But what can Zombo give Eddie that his own father can't? Flip two, a whole shit ton of prizes from Zombo. Man. I mean, who cares about going to the show at this point? That's I a know. ton of These awesome stuff. Great prizes. A portable TV, a bike, a football, a full scuba outfit, water skis, snow skis. <laughs> and An then awesome cutout that says uh, Eddie. With a Y, you kill me. Yeah. A model of an airplane that really flies. He's got like six walkie-talkies. Walkie-talkies. He had that. So much stuff. They probably just spent their whole Zombo budget on this kid. Like, Mm -hmm. they don't have a high budget, I would say. That's what I was thinking. I'm like, man, Zombo must be raking in cash. Oh, he's got tons (laughs) of sponsors. They donate all of it. Yeah. Marilyn Lily can't believe how much Eddie won. Lily, see, now I hate this part here. Lily says, uh, I haven't seen this much much loot since they had we had the winning ticket on the Transylvanian sweepstakes. Show mm-hmm. me that. I want to see what that winning ticket got. There. Yes. Yeah, we need like a family mm-hmm. guy style flashback. Yes. Like they allude to it and they but they don't uh, whatever. Yeah. It'd be it, awesome if it's like somebody could go back now and do like every time that they do these like, you know, back in the old country type thing, because they do enough of them like and then, like, put in like just like an animated version of what was happening, like the show, just like, like a, anything, a, a, a poor reenactment with live action, yeah. just somebody like painted up their face and yeah, or or like the <laughs> the Family Guy cast as the monsters and just having them doing whatever stupid things happening, and then cut back to putting them 
cut back to Marilyn trying to make out with the the cardboard cutout. Yeah, that was so strange. So uh, has Uncle Herman seen you this yet? Nope, not feeling well. And Lily just made him another cauldron of cream of buzzard soup. Gross. Mm -hmm. Flip back to Herman still in the bed. He's sitting upright, but he's hugging a pillow. I guess you're right, Grandpa. I'm being childish. After all, a man 150 years old shouldn't act like a spoiled brat. Grandpa's like, fuck that Zombo. He's like, fuck yeah, fuck Zombo. Herman says that that's what I'm going to do. <laughs> fuck Zombo. <laughs> Besides, I'm still Eddie's hero. Grandpa's like, you damn right you are. And Herman says, actually, I'm a hero to the whole family. <laughs> and Grandpa okay. says, of course you are, Herman. I'm just like, wow, Grandpa's not, yeah. not Grandpa in this episode. He's being very nice. He's like the hype man for Herman. This yeah, episode. he's like we man. He's <laughs> <laughs> wee man to Herman's Kid Rock. Oh, oh I don't, yeah. Uh, hmm. Then Grandpa says, "Now, oh wait, was Wee Man on Kid Rock? I can't. I don't think he was. He probably sat on Kid Rock's shoulders occasionally. I do not know." I Grandpa, think that was Vern Troyer. <laughs> Grandpa says, "Now stick out that granite jaw." So Herman lifts up his jaw, puff out that barrel chest. And then the inflatable thing yep. whose outline is Dear clearly God. visible at her Herman's pajamas inflates. His chest is like yes. literally a barrel. It's huge. Yes. And and this is this is a definite like props uh, uh, contest effort. There's a lot of props winners and losers this week. Yeah. Eddie spelled wrong is a loser to me. Mm. Uh, now I think get, that's on purpose, though. I don't know. Now get out there. You are our own Mickey Mantle. Herman starts marching around. He smashes right out the bedroom door. Cut to Herman marching down the hall. And then Herman taking a left and marching down the stairs. It's like, oh, cut to. All with, all with that, the chest puffed out. Chin and up. Him, and him not able to see where he's going for the most part. Lucky he didn't fall down the stairs. Cut to Lily and Marilyn still fawning over Zombo stuff. Yeah. Herman comes sneaking up. He's like, oh. But he doesn't know they're talking about Zombo. He just, Lily and Marilyn look at different cardboard cutouts. They look at a different cardboard cutout of Zombo. There's two Zombo cutouts. One with his name spelled incorrectly, and one with his name spelled correctly. Just gotta make sure you get it right. That's why I said Yes, that. that's mm. what I'm assuming. Because yeah. they both say the same thing. You kill me, Zombo. But they're written in different ways and different spellings of his name. Uh, but anyway, they're like, oh, he isn't he impressive? And Herman hears that. And he's like, oh, they must be talking about me. Marilyn, I had no idea Zombo was such a handsome man. Really? I have problems with this because Marilyn dates non-Zombo looking yes. motherfuckers. Yes. All the time. She falls in love with them very quickly, too. Like, yes. Yeah. Unless she really is just like, I love your personality. I mean, I don't know. but Or maybe she realizes she has such insanely high standards and she'll never reach. Oh, so she's like yeah. this guy. So she's, probably she's slumming it. <laughs> With mm-hmm. uh, these with Zombo with a cardboard yeah. cutout Zombo, she's like, I could probably date this cardboard cutout. <laughs> I mean, she she goes right in for the kiss on it. I mean, oh, they both do. Yeah, Herman yeah. hears cardboard Zombo's getting some action. Oh, hasn't he got the cutest smirk? Herman hears it. He's devastated. Oh, but his twisted nose gives him such a rugged look. He's just a great big lovable voodoo doll. Herman's chest deflates. Mm-hmm. Marilyn and Lily say they might join Eddie's fan club uh-huh. themselves. Herman's like, no. And then they start kissing the cardboard cutout. Making, both of them are making out with Zombo's cardboard cutout. Yes. They're going in for the triple kiss with Zombo cardboard. 
They love Zombo. Grandpa comes in. It's like, how'd you do, big guy? And Hermit's <laughs> like, Mickey Mantle just struck out. Commercial oh. break. Like, okay, we've actually had a lot of stuff going on here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A lot of new information revealed to us. Yeah, Zombo's hot. Zombo is. He, Zombo's smoking hot. He's got those super long fingers. Uh, <laughs> they do so that, much with that those. giant mole. Oh, man. Giant mole. Long, silky hair. Those piercing, uh, sunken eyes. Yeah. Fade into Herman and Grandpa in the dungeon, and Grandpa has made a potion. You want me to drink this? What is it? Oh, it won't last long, Herman, but it's a potion that will make you the most handsome. You'll out-zombo, zombo. He's like, oh, bottoms up, so he chugs it. And then once you do this, Eddie and his friends will have to take notice. <laughs> Makes sense. Herman drinks it. Grandpa's like, well, Herman's like, well, pretty good. Not bad at all. Beats that brand X. I don't know what that means. I'm assuming that it was like um, a commercial at the time. It's like mm-hmm. do blind t- taste test stuff. Behind yeah. one of these things is uh, your usual brand of castor oil. And <laughs> this one is brand X. Whatever. Uh, no, not, not does it taste good. Is it taking effect? And Herman's like, nah. Did you put in the proper ingredient? Oh, no. He starts <laughs> gasping and snorting flailing. and s- flailing. And he's breaking all sorts of shit on the table. This is awesome. It is kind of awesome. And he's smashing this. And at first, I'm like, oh, because it looks like broken glass. But I'm like, oh, they had to have used sugar glass, right? Mm-hmm. They're, that's Hollywood. Yeah. But what if they didn't? And they're just, oh, they're just <laughs> slicing. They've only got the stunt double to do it. So, <laughs> yeah. They don't care. It's just shards yeah. of glass all over. <laughs> couldn't Fred, afford Fred Gwynn, glass. Fred Gwynn is fine. He didn't, didn't. Yeah. yeah. Herman yeah. smashing stuff. So Grandpa's like, Mwah. he goes uh, to he goes and starts making the batch stronger. He's just pouring shit in the cauldron. <laughs> yeah, Herman yeah, falls behind the table. Herman's transforming like Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde. Mr. Style, Hyde, yeah. Which is awesome. I love this reference. Yeah. yeah. I was not expecting it. Well, it's like the when Grandpa took some uh, stuff like one of the very early episodes and he just kind of fell down behind his little section that he was at in the dungeon. And then we popped up and he looked just the same. And he was like, Oh, somebody's been stealing stuff from my, mm-hmm. you know, somebody's been stealing some of my, uh, my ingredients is kind of like the same thing, but this was much more wild. This was, this yeah. was pretty, pretty fun. I like, this. and also grandpa like just going like, man, just going back to doing stuff. I turn around and be like, what the hell are you doing to my, dungeon you oaf like <laughs> yeah how could you not notice what just happened with yeah the, with also Herman's destroying everything is it because it's what you drank or all the glass vials that seem to have stuff in them that you just smashed all over the place like uh you're kind of like you know barry allen becomes the flash because it's like all the chemicals explode around him like maybe mm. this is what that's what happened to herman it wasn't grandpa's drink yeah maybe yeah. what if herman like made mustard gas or something like that <laughs> Just gas the whole neighborhood. Yeah. <laughs> There's a beaker of bleach and a bleaker of ammonia. A bleaker, a beaker. I can't talk. Anyway, Herman smashes all this shit. He falls down. He stands up. And when he stands up, his hair is a little more frizzed out. His eyebrows a little more protruding. He's got an very underbite. Hairy hands. Yeah, he's got oh, very hairy hands. His oh god, his hands are so hairy. And at first, I'm like, is this all that happens? <laughs> Yeah, I know. I was like, well, he didn't change that much. No. <laughs> then they cut to Grandpa. He's putting more stuff in the cauldron. They yeah. come back, and Herman has the thicker eyebrows now mm-hmm. and bigger underbite. And then they do this crossfade yes. uh, a transformation where it's, it's like 
the old school like Wolfman yes. style transformation. Mm-hmm. I love it. He transferred into even more insane version of himself, thicker eyebrows, more sunken eyes, the hair is frizzed out even more. Let's cut back to more grandpa putting in more ingredients. Come back. Herman hair is now Beethoven-esque. <laughs> he has tusk-like fangs. Mm-hmm. It's like a V, a v unibrow. Yes. He kind of looks amazing, actually. Yeah, I wish he always looked like this. The lines are <laughs> are more pronounced on his face. There's just, he's almost got like one, like really long line coming down from the middle of his nose, his septum. It looks like, gives it like a kind of like a kitten, a cat like quality. Um, mm-hmm. It's that Westmore touch, but this entire time, Herman's like making noises and stuff. And then he kind of straightens himself up and walks over. It's like, uh, I'm sorry, grandpa. I think I broke one of your test tubes. Grandpa freaks out. Oh, it worked. And Herman's like, what do you mean? So Grandpa wheels out this full-length body mirror that he had in the other room. <laughs> and you see Herman in the reflection stand there. And Herman, he's like, you're gorgeous. Herman sees himself. And the mirror doesn't break. I'm like, oh, Grandpa. I, know. I was like, really? We're not doing that? Grandpa, you've done it. Well, maybe it's so beautiful now. Uh, Herman walks up to the mirror. He's like, oh, you living doll, you. And he blows himself a kiss. And then the mirror breaks. (laughs) Yep. 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 They're teasing us with that one. Yes. Grandpa says, if Herman, if Tony Curtis looked like you, there'd be no stopping him. He'd be crushing Tang all the time. (laughs) Herman's tusk fangs are killing me. They are awesome. And (laughs) they look like they look like they're very difficult to keep in his mouth. It's kind of like an orc or something. Yep. Herman is, uh, I'm going to run upstairs and show everyone, but he's having a difficult time talking. I'm going to run upstairs and show everybody my look. <laughs> His mouth is full of fake teeth. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to make a bum on a bu- I'm really going to make a bum on a zombo. Grandpa puts a cloak on him and Herman's like, oh, thank you. <laughs> Cut to Eddie's showing his friends all the dope shit that he got from Zombo. And yes. this is the bike. And this is the, you know, butt plug, whatever he got from Zombo. Oh, Tons Zombo gave Eddie a butt plug. <laughs> yeah. But it's like, and there's this weird thing. And then like, so Herman pops up out of the trap door, the dungeon, and he goes, boo. And the kids look over very unimpressed. They look, I think the kids yeah. look like generally like nervous. Like, uh, what's uh, this guy about to do? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Eddie looks just devastatingly embarrassed. Mm-hmm. Hi, Pop. Oh, you recognize me? <laughs> yeah, well, they're, you're still green and seven foot tall. I mean, Who else would be in the house, too? Right? Yeah. So, with the one kid's like, gee, Eddie, is that really your dad? <laughs> <laughs> I guess so. What's with the corny makeup? I don't know. I thought those office parties were over till next year. How do I look? Gee, uh, Mr. Mutt, the one kid is a very good reader of lines or memorizer of lines. Gee, uh, Mr. Munster, you sure do look, uh, hmm, doesn't he, Frank? (laughs) I like that, yeah. Never gives the real good, it never gives the answer, but yeah, doesn't he? (laughs) Their kid's like, he sure does. (laughs) (laughs) Then Herman says, what about you, Sporto? I can't remember what their kid's name was. I'd rather not say my father told me to never insult older people. <laughs> I love that. That's a great line. <laughs> Herman's like, fuck that kid. What about you, Edward? 
Uh, Eddie gets in real close. He's like, come down here, old man. Why do you have to embarrass me in front of all my friends like this? Uh, and it's like, but, 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 but Zambo. No, Zambo's a real guy, you piece of shit. You're just faking it. <laughs> Pulls him real close. He's like, don't get the fuck out of my face. And he pushes him away. <laughs> Eddie, the kids leave. Herman's dejected. Grandpa comes up. I bet you were a smash. Smash. I'll smash you, you dumb old. I knew Herman was going to blame Grandpa for this. You dumb old scientist. And Herman, I know that the scuba flipper was there from the scuba set, but Herman like pulls it out of his pocket almost and starts beating Grandpa yeah. with it. <laughs> yeah, he swipes Ch- it. Chases him right back downstairs. Yep. And from there, we fade to black. And then we fade back into Grandpa at the breakfast table reading the newspaper. Headline was cool. Mummy Discovered, mm-hmm. which. I was like, oh, they're going to talk about this mummy? I hope so. No. I'm, I'm assuming that he's just got the, the plague wrapped inside of it. Cause <laughs> yes. One of them he's told him before, hey, don't read that at the table anymore. So now he's you know faking it. He's reading the lingerie ad in the newspaper. Mm-hmm. Grandpa's wondering where Lily and Eddie are. Oh, you dumb old man. You dumb, dumb old man. Today's the day that Eddie is going to the Zombo show. Oh, well, that explains Herman upstairs sulking in his room, pounding his head on the floor. Oh, he's going to come down and watch his son on TV, right? Nope. And then you hear pounding and then shit falling from the ceiling onto the breakfast table. There goes old Sorehead again. Fade to an establishing shot of CBS Studios. Fade to inside. Lily and Eddie walk in, and the director, George Swanson, greets them. Oh, greetings. You must be Eddie and his mother. He's got like this wonderful, like almost British accent, but it's not. It's just like, I sound important. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Lily says, uh, oh, and he goes, oh, you guys are really good sports. And Lily, with a very hard H, why? Why? <laughs> <laughs> Because he got all decked out in these crazy outfits just for the show. And Lily and Eddie, Lily stares at him in a very concerning way. Mm-hmm. I thought she was going to kill him. I thought so, too. Cut your throat right here, old man. <laughs> Director walks off and says, like, come with me. And he leads him into Zombo's dressing room. Here he is, Zombo. And the director spins around a dude, very normal looking, sitting in his makeup chair. Hiya, Eddie. It's like real, like not Zombo sounding or looking. So this would be the equivalent of like, Derek, when you and I were younger, if like we went, if we got invited to go post to the clown show. Yes. And you walk in and the guy playing him is, doesn't have this makeup on yet. No. It's like maybe. Okay. So parents are smart enough. Yeah. uh, (laughs) Parents, parents should be smart enough to know that, oh, it's a TV show and the people aren't real. I, you know, the, it's the the characters aren't real, but kids are. No, that's Zombo. He's that's the person. That's the real person because they're watching the show. Why would you think to invite a kid in and then like be like, "Hey, look, I'm not in the costume now." Like, yeah, I it don't seems know. So weird to me. Like he's going to go meet Zombo. The whole point is to put up the whole act of this is Zombo and Zombo's house. The kid doesn't want to see behind the the curtain like now the sausage is made the yeah zombo i mean sausage. yeah he doesn't want to see how the sausage is made he just wants to see you know zombo in the end and that's all he's looking forward to loving it 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 seemed like such a weird thing but i'm 
and it, I'm just thinking this like as a kid of like if I was watching a show and I'd be like I showed up somewhere, I really would hope that the people that I went to see were dressed up as the people I thought they were going to be when I, you know, got there. Yeah, it, it's just such an an odd concept. It, so even if he's eventually he's like Zombo's, you know, he's like, what is this bullshit? This is where's the real Zombo? I'd be like so disappointed if they brought me in to be like. Now, as older though, I'd be like, "Yeah, I want to see how Zombo gets, you know, the makeup. How's he get made? Like, how long does this take? You know, uh, and and getting him all decorated and all." But it's such a weird concept to do for a kids' contest. Agreed. But I will also say that there isn't a single motherfucker in that monster's household that thought Zombo wasn't real. <laughs> they all <laughs> no, thought Zombo all, was yeah. a real thing. They did, and they loved him, Mr. Yeah. Herman. Still thought he was real, though. Yeah, still thought he was real. <laughs> Eddie, not impressed by this dude. He's like, that isn't Zombo. And dude's like, nope, I'm Zombo, you dumb little kid. You didn't recognize me because I had my makeup and costume on. Why don't you all sit over there and watch? And the director comes in. He's like, all right, the show starts in 30 minutes, which to me feels like they're cutting it really close with the makeup. Yeah, it <laughs> but, seems like it takes mm-hmm. forever to put on all that makeup. Mm-hmm. But whatever. Camera zooms in on Eddie and Lily, and they're sitting there. And Eddie's like, "Oh, they must have the real Zombo tied up somewhere." And <laughs> Lily's like, "Nah, just sometimes people look different in real life than they do on TV." <laughs> okay, she still doesn't. She just doesn't say he's an actor. No, no. Surely this guy still is like a creepy man. This who, guy's you know, Zombo. He just corpses. looks with strange. TV does strange things. It's ten pounds and makes you look a like lot, a lot of white hair. Yes. He's the weirdest looking guy I ever saw. That's what Eddie says. And then the dude's sitting there making faces at himself in the mirror. He's like, raising his eyebrows. Then we get a left to right swipe, which I liked. And the dude is now a Zombo. So it's like the swipe transition to same camera spot of the dude being Zombo. Uh, So there's a point where like half the mirror was Zombo and the, the guy was still sitting there. It was just well done. I thought for all the directorial things that, uh, What's the guy? What's Fisher name? Stone's touch. Yeah. F- Fisher Stone. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> I can't remember what he's. Ezra Pound. Emma Stone. He gets up. He's like, see, Eddie, makeup and clothes. And oh, yeah, the claws. Oh, my cloak. Oh, my hat. Oh, yeah, my teeth. Here I am. Zumbo. Eddie, very disappointed. He's like, yeah. Cut two. Grandpa and Marilyn dragging a reluctant Herman down the stairs to watch Eddie on the Zombo show. He's like, I won't do it. 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 Well, we'll force you in front of the TV. He's like, I'll close my eyes. But it's your son. I'll watch with one eye closed. Herman grabs onto the banister and refuses to go. (laughs) Grandpa and Marilyn tug at him and he rips the banister out of the stairs and he walks away. Fade to the Zombo set. Directors give Eddie instructions on when to go in front of the camera. And he's like, wait a minute, this house, this is his house. What's well, just like, it's cardboard. What are those dudes over the dirt? And it's like, oh, they're putting up cobwebs and piping in the fog. <laughs> Not so much different than what Lily does, honestly. No. Yeah. And, but he's questioning it. He's like, this place is so flimsy and terrible. Isn't Who are those people? And- real? Real. This is television. <laughs> Fade to Herman, Grandpa, Marilyn watching Zombo. Silently. Silently, yep. It's Zombo's on mute. Uh, yeah. Oh, there he is—the man that invaded my home on the boob tube. Then Eddie appears next to Zombo, and Eddie looks very sad. Grandpa's like, "Fuck this! We've been watching this on mute." <laughs> Marilyn, turn it up. Go turn up the TV. Uh, 
and so we can watch this. And that's when we get the following clip. And today is my special guest star. <laughs> well, Eddie, how does it feel to sit here with Zambo in his house of horrors? <laughs> <laughs> What's the matter? The bat's got your tongue? <laughs> Tell me, Eddie, is there anything you want to say to all your friends and fiends in television land? <laughs> Everybody, that Zombo's nothing but a big fake. <laughs> this audio kind of sounds like he just choked Zombo out or killed. Him. <laughs> <laughs> Look at the three faces, though. It's funny. Herman looks very, very excited. Yeah, Herman's like maybe. Yeah, Herman's like shocked that he's ripping the makeup off. That's his face. That he's ripping yeah. his face. Yeah. <laughs> It's a big fake. And then Eddie rips Zombo's hat off and pulls off his hair. And then Herman goes, see that, Grandpa? He's a fake. And Marilyn is nodding hard. Yes. <laughs> like, you, <laughs> you were both just, you both thought Zombo was real, not 20 seconds ago. Uh, the three of them, they're laughing it up. Uh, give him one for your grandpa. Bite him in the neck. Oh, my goodness. Eddie is just ripping shit off of Zombo's head, and Zombo isn't trying to stop him. Zombo's not putting up a fight. Zombo's just sitting there. And then he starts yelling, cut, and he looks like he's going to cry. The camera oh. turns away. Herman is laughing. The Zombo TV camera then is following Eddie around as he fucks up shit <laughs> yes. on his head. Yeah, they're chasing him. They're the security's chasing him around. He's just bouncing through yeah. walls and it's knocking stuff. Herman's laughing, and the Zombo TV camera uh, cuts back. And Eddie is he fucks up some more shit. Then we get the technical difficulties card pops up. Due to technical difficulties beyond our control, the Zombo show will not be seen this afternoon. Then Herman screams, or ever. And then Grandpa and Marilyn and Herman all laugh hard. Then Herman starts bashing the banister into the ground and dust goes flying all over. <laughs> and I really thought this is going to be where our last commercial break was going to happen. But it's mm-hmm. not. No. We cut to Eddie's still fucking up the Zombo studio. He's <laughs> on a rampage. He can't yeah. be stopped. Swinging around this giant boom or something, and no clue what it is. It hits Zombo, and Zombo starts yelling at him. And he runs off to Lily, and Zombo chases him. Don't you lay a hand on my poor boy. The director comes in. Your poor boy just ruined Zombo. Zombo goes, Zombo says, I'm glad it happened. I'm glad. I, l- I hate this shit. I've tried to get out of this contract for a month now. A month. <laughs> Yes, I, I thought he was gonna say like I've been trying to get out of this for years. Yeah. I've been trying to get out of this for the last month. Like you signed up for Zombo, you knew what Zombo was. It's mm-hmm. not yeah. there's no bait and switch involved. I'm made for much better things. Like and I wrote down like question mark, and I knew it was gonna be uh, I knew it was gonna be Shakespeare, Macbeth, Hamlet, my mother, the car. <laughs> <laughs> Eddie has made Zombo a free man. You've made me a free man, little boy. And he gets right in his face. It's very like a, a Billy Madison to the little fat kid. It's like, don't ever leave kindergarten. Don't grow up to be like Zombo. Grow up to be like a nice, normal human being like your father. Then we get the final commercial break. Yep. Fade into Herman and Eddie in the living room. Herman tells Eddie to not take it so hard. And he's like, ah. Zombo's a fake, and without his makeup, he's nothing but an ordinary actor. 
Herman's like, well, oh, Eddie goes, there should be a log is ruling kids like that. Herman, <laughs> Herman explains that's what actors do. He explains that it's important for Eddie and his young dipshit friends to believe that Zombo's real. Eddie asks Herman, you knew Zombo was fake all along, didn't you? Which Herman says, <laughs> hell yeah, I did. <laughs> Your old man's a pretty sharp cat. <laughs> So Eddie's like, oh, gee, thanks, Dad. I'm going to go tell my friends how you explain Zombo being an actor to me. It really changed my life. And so he runs off. Lily comes in. Whatever you said to Eddie really did the trick. And it's like, yeah, well, I know how to handle the situation. Herman is taking all the credit for something he didn't do once again. Lily agrees. because it, it must have really disappointed a lot of little children who believed in him, like his fucking Santa Claus or something. Little children, what about me? Well, he's like, well, you couldn't believe that Zombo was real, even though I just dry humped a cardboard cutout of him earlier. (laughs) I was jealous. Hermit thought Zombo was a real, was, was uh, a super neato guy. Super neato guy. Yeah. Right. He pulls over the cardboard cutout, gives it a look. Herman, Lily goes, oh, Herman. Then the two look at each other like they're going to go have sex on the Zombo cutout. Yeah, yeah. Lily comes and sits down on his lap. Sits in his lap. Herman laughs. Credits. (laughs) Kind of a weird ending, but... It was a weird ending. Like, oh, this is our our threesome. If we Mm -hmm. could only afford a real doll of Zombo. (laughs) <laughs> well, I mean, they, they sell all those prizes that Eddie got. Maybe <laughs> Grandpa's got a potion for that. Sell that Zuba, Zuba. <laughs> sell the Zubas he's got. The scuba gear, and uh, he got money for days. Yeah. Uh, scuba gear can't be cheap. No, no, it can't. Well, we made it through another highly rated episode. We did season two, episode twenty-two, Zombo. What did you boys think? Uh I think there's a lot of potential in this episode, and it's. I think it's always cool when you see somebody who's not a normal monster character. But I don't. I just. I'm not like in love with this episode. Like, I think I'm supposed to be at this point, and and maybe it's because <laughs> we watched all these episodes, like you know, over like the last year and a half or so. That I'm just like whatever at this point. Uh, Zombo's pretty cool. I mean, it, you know, it, it's cool to see him and stuff like that. I. The whole, I mean, I guess I didn't see the whole, like, oh, he's a fake thing coming. Um, at least not the way that they laid it out. Uh, you thought he was real? No, like, I, I can see Eddie doing that, but, like, not not the whole, like, hey, come on in and meet the actor up front. Like, somehow Eddie oh. learns learns that he's fake along the way and then tears his mask off and stuff like that. Um, going about it that way. But I just, I, I wasn't, I'm not blown away by this episode. It It's okay. Not, it's not the worst thing we've ever seen. Yeah, I liked it. I thought it was pretty good. Very focused, very zombo centric, you know. Um oh, there's a nice like twist on the it's a fun way to do a monster episode, you know, like with the common horror character TV, whatever cheapo trope. I, there's always it seems like there's always that whole old school horror program horror host. Probably just, Zombo's probably just some local guy on the local station doing this. Um, but it's fun to see monsters like react to something like that. I mean, like, oh, this guy's cool, he's just like us, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and then getting that kind of ripped away is it's I think I thought it was a fun twist on something a, a, a good story very focused not a lot of like distractions I mean we're gonna see Herman walk down a hallway and some stairs which you know 
kind of annoying, but the rest <laughs> of it's good. So I actually like this one quite a bit. Zombo, he pretty much lived up to the hype for me. I, I thought it was a fine episode. I didn't uh, love it. I definitely didn't. I wasn't put off by anything other than the watching TV on TV, which yeah. it's like, eh. And it, it, in, in a small dose would be fine, but they spent a lot of time on Zombo, uh, the Zombo TV show. Um, they they, they almost like they could have gone live, like seen a live screening of him doing it yes. or something. They could, you know what they should have done? Oh, wow. They should have done lots of things. They should have done a half an hour of Zombo, the Zombo show. Oh. And they just confused the fuck out of the uh, weekly Monsters viewers. Yes. But it would have been very ahead of its time if they would have done that. And the next episode is reveals, like, yeah, Eddie's mm-hmm. watching the episode that at the end, it's like Eddie Monsters, the winner. And then you're like, wait, what? <laughs> oh, that would be brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. We, we just see a full episode of Zombo on its own. Yeah. And then the follow up episode is, is like, uh, and also, like, yeah, like, okay, Eddie's brought in. Is there no other people in the audience i mean like uh like a studio audience thing probably would have worked better and like eddie somehow catches behind the scenes he sees zombo like take off his wig or something like that and then that leads him to like you know rip off the whole thing and as opposed to uh you know come on in and see you know how the sausage is made yeah um yeah i mean it still would be kind of cool to see a whole zombo episode i want to see how that whole thing works out yep but i didn't Disliked this episode. I thought it was fine. I didn't, I don't know if I thought, felt like I was supposed to love this episode going into it. I know there's like, yeah, there's a lot of like Zombo talk um, <laughs> prior to Zombo and Zombo this and Zombo that. There's lots um, of Zombo talk out there. Yeah, the word on the street Zombo's been trending yeah. since 1966. <laughs> yeah, it was fine. It was a good episode. I, I didn't, yeah, like I said, I didn't hate it, didn't love it. There was a few things I thought were great. Uh, I thought the Herman transforming into that whatever that yes. walrus tusk Beethoven caveman uh, with a cat like the you know septum or whatever mm. it's called. I thought that was interesting. Uh, I thought that was fun. I thought uh, yeah, that's about it. I what I did think was going to happen was Herman was going to be in this zombo like state and go to the studio to try to stop Eddie. And people were going to see him not be freaked out. They just assumed that he was dressed up for Zombo. And then he was transformed back into Herman and people would freak out at that. Is what I thought was going to happen. That would be even better. But it didn't. It didn't happen that way. Probably for the better. Um, but you know what did happen? What was people that? People left reviews. Yes. Okay. For this episode on IMDb. I just got to find the tab. There they are. You know, Superman came back for this one. You know, two reviews. Back. We'll do the first one that doesn't have a score. Jimmy underscore the oh. underscore Jim oh, four. Howard. Warning spoilers. Oh, the title Eddie's TV idol. Eddie idolizes a TV horror host Sambo and Herman is jealous. Another funny and well-written episode. The show was turning out one good episode after another at this point. Zombo was played by comedian Louis Nye, made up like Lon Chaney in London after midnight, but with the blonde wig. Uh, Eddie wins a contest, blah, 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 blah. Zombo is grateful, blah, 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 blah. Macbeth, my mother of the car. Two out of three found this helpful. Wow. So enlightening. Then, on November 7th of 2020, 
deep in the grips of COVID. T Forbes hyphen two has this to say. <laughs> so you see the movie man didn't come back. What nope. the heck? Oh. Zombo is about Eddie Munster's winning an appearance on the Zombo show and a number of prizes. It's also involves Zombo, the character displacing Herbin for Eddie's affections. Mm-hmm. Though a comic episode, as one may expect, the episode plays much like something out of leave it to beaver. In that we get to see Eddie receive a life lesson that when Uh, one sees on television with actors isn't quite what one expects in real life. And Zombo also illustrates, he puts Zombo in quotes for everything. And I say he, (laughs) because I assume they, T Forbes hyphen two, and Zombo also illustrates something that happened with local television in the 1950s and 60s and even later. Local programming, including children's production. Here we get to see comedian Louis Nye as the title character and the set used for his show. We do get to see Eddie's disappointment and his life lesson. But in 2020, we also get to see a piece of broadcasting that long ago passed into history. Make sure you get to see the complete uncut version of this outing. What? It's worth watching. Two out of two found it helpful. Eight out of ten. Is there like a director's cut for this? I, I you know what I'm I'm sure there's parts that were cut for syndication yeah. so they'd have more commercials. Mm, we okay. get the full experience as nice. we well I get the total experience as I transport myself back in time. Yeah, from another planet. From another yeah. planet, <laughs> watch the whole thing live. You all get to watch DVDs, which I'm sure are uncut. Well, we did it. We survived. We have 10 left. 10 measly Oof, episodes of the Munsters. And I'm sure they're measly. all bangers. It's been a good run so far, I think. Yeah. And I mean, even though we only got 10 left, maybe we need a little motivation. What in this episode yes. is going to motivate us just a little bit more to come back? Mm, I think what I'm most excited about is seeing what happens to Zombo and his acting career after Zombo. Mm, I'm sure it'll come back. So I think I want to see him like trying out for these Shakespeare roles and stuff. And maybe it doesn't work quite out for him. And he goes down kind of a downhill spiral. He starts to hate the monsters for ruining his career. You know, Zombo was all he had left. And he becomes like what he hated and actually becomes like a real life Zombo. He starts to look like Zombo. Then he comes back for vengeance. Oh my gosh. On the monsters. I like the idea of him sitting there tearfully putting the Zombo makeup on himself. Much like uh, the Joker. He melts it onto his face, so it's always like oh, that. Yeah. He makes a plaster cast of his face. Uh, yeah, that's that. He, he becomes Zombo. I think uh, what I'm looking forward to is that you know, we, you know, you know, several weeks at a time can go by in between episodes, and and we're gonna get another episode down the line where uh, they're gonna go back and it's gonna be uh, the the bride of Zombo is taken over because oh. the other guy can't oh. be there anymore. And the three of us are going to go, that lady looks familiar. And it's the babysitter. Oh, you think the babysitter's going to come back as back the Bride in. of Zombo? Yeah, she sneaks back in for an episode as wow. uh, the Bride of Zombo. I think that's, uh, that's at least that's what I'm looking forward to, that they that they bring her back again for, like, one episode. Uh, and we find out that she's been, like, you know, doing local TV for a while. I'll say this, Keith. Like you that. give me too much credit. You could, you could show me two pictures, and they could both be the same person, and they could both be the babysitter, and you could go, which one's the babysitter? And I wouldn't get it right. 
I can show you. I can show you the lady from the first episode ever, and I can show you Zombo, and he's still be like, "I'm not sure." Zombo, yeah, (laughs) maybe Zombo. Uh, The one on the left. No, that's a babysitter, Derek. Oh well, for me, what do I want? I want nine episodes to go. (laughs) (laughs) I do want that, but I think something's going to happen. I think we're going to see Herman with more hair. Wait, what? Nice. That's your prediction? <laughs> yes. Something big's going to happen. Herman's going to have more hair. <laughs> Herman's hair has always been very flat, very pressed to his skull, right? Um, yeah. It never moves. And then today we got Herman with like frizzy hair. Yeah, that's I'm true. thinking he's going to have a ponytail or something. A mullet. I love him with the ponytail. Herman with a mullet? Yeah. Herman with the Maybe. mullet. Herman goes bald and he has to comb over. Yes, Ooh, maybe yeah. his hair starts to thin, and Grandpa gives him like a hair growing potion, and then the yeah. end. That's what I'm like thinking. That. I'd love some more hairstyles with <laughs> Herman. Something Something's big. gonna happen. Okay, Herman's gonna have more hair. <laughs> I like it. All right. There's just so many <laughs> possibilities. Mohawk. He could have afro. I don't know. Perm. Little curls. Endless possibilities. Cherry curl. Yeah, oh, the curly Q Superman cut. Oh my goodness! See, there be, yeah. There's so many. I know it's not the time. I know it's not the time, but I'm picturing like uh, Herman with uh, like the the Jerry curl, but like also like the LA Raiders hat. Uh, mm. Oh, so, look, look yeah. like ice ice cube. Yeah, uh, I, know, I know it's further down the line, uh, but yeah, that that would be a funny look also. Yeah, you know, there's lots of good things. <laughs> such a huge development for the character. It's such a big. They're, they're pulling. They're pulling on all stops at the end here. Something's gonna yeah. happen. Big swings. Big swings with the monsters. <laughs> He's like gonna the, show. Oh, they're not even addressing. He's just gonna have like a huge ponytail next episode. Nobody's yeah. gonna say anything. A man, a man bun. Uh, uh, yes. The, oh, the, the spider punk uh, mohawk with like the spikes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But they're real spikes because Grandpa was messing with something. Yep. He's got pinhead head. He's got <laughs> pins in his head. Yeah. Yep. They're never going to well, mention that. it, and that's what's going to happen. It's going to be yeah. amazing. All right. Holy smokes. We made it. We made it through. We did it. Mm-hmm. We did. Ooh, the clock is ticking on the night and on this uh, <laughs> show. <laughs> so. I don't feel like it, at least for one of those. <laughs> <laughs> so what we should do is we should end this episode the way we end every episode. Ouija. The Monster Hunters are Derek Glasscock, Keith Gala, and Terry Vickroy. Keith is the host of the Pop-Up Filmcast, and that was great, wasn't it? Both shows can be found wherever you subscribe to podcasts. For more about Keith's shows, you can follow Pop-Up Filmcast on Twitter at Pop-Up Filmcast. And that was great, wasn't it, at How Great Was That? You can also follow Keith on Twitter at KG3030. Terry is one of the hosts of Run the Real. It's a movie podcast that does deep dives on films with a theme. You can follow Run the Real on Twitter at Run the Real. You can also follow Terry on Twitter at Terry underscore Vicroy. If you would like more musings from me, you can follow on Twitter at Derek the number nine and the word nine. Follow Monster Hunters on Twitter at Monster Hunters and subscribe on your podcatcher of choice for more Monster Hunter fun. Monster Hunters is mixed and edited by me, Derek. All original music is composed and mixed by Terry Vicroy, and executive producers are me and Keith Gullin. 
The Monster Hunters is a Crispy Dodo production. 